Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hey, this is Laurel. Welcome back to Laurel's Real Money Talks, a podcast where we talk about money, how to make it, how to keep it, how to invest it, how to use a team, and all the components required. In addition, I do a lot of interviews with extremely successful entrepreneurs, and uh, we share a little bit about their money-making ventures. So today I have Alice Catoni with me. She's worked with me uh, in our company in 2013, started her career at Mind Valley. <laughs> then did a ton of freelance work with uh, Glenn Ledwell and uh, the whole, you know, the extraordinary operation that Glenn has. If you don't know who he is, you need to check him out. Uh, 2019 started a cool YouTube channel, really focused on copywriting and then started what's called Copy Posse, which is awesome. So, Alex, welcome and tell us about Copy Posse. Laurel, thank you for having me. I am excited to be here. Yeah. So so my brand, Copy Posse, was sort of uh, founded after my, gosh, years, almost a decade of experience writing copy for many high-level brands, primarily in the personal development space. So as you mentioned, I got my start back in 2008 at Mind Valley as an intern at the company and then left in 2011 as the creative director and then started uh, freelancing and consulting and and building funnels and writing email campaigns for for brands. And you know, if I'm being honest, I hit a point in my freelancing career where I was getting a little bored. I was also getting a little jaded. Uh, you know, I really was tired of of seeing a lot of the sale you know sales tactics and kind of douchiness on the internet that I didn't really agree with. And I thought, okay. I want to talk about how you build a real business by being authentic and straightforward. And that's what I love about you, Laurel. Like you just say it like it is. You have an incredible brand that you've built and how that uh, combination of sort of the old school linear direct response marketing with modern day branding and brand building and storytelling and how those two things come together to create really great brands. And so I started Copy Posse in 2020 and over the last three years have built a audience of a few hundred thousand people. And it's really my mission to kind of teach people the modern marketing techniques that I see kind of the direction we're going in today. So talk a little bit about copywriting versus marketing, because marketing to me is, I always call, I always say marketing is the answer to everything. And it's a huge umbrella that encompasses enormous amount of detail. So just speak to the distinctions specifically to copywriting. Yeah. So, you know, copywriting is a word that's used a lot because it's sort of unregulated and anybody can take a course and call themselves a copywriter. And, you know, that's great. I have courses where I teach people that other people have courses where they teach people that that's the beautiful thing about the industry is that anybody can learn this skill, which makes it a really great way to make money, you know, and fast track your freelancing and entrepreneurship journey. Um, but great copywriters are also marketers. And so I always say like marketing, marketing, like you, I agree with you. Marketing is everything. Marketing can solve everything. Marketing is positioning. Marketing is strategy. Marketing is understanding your customers. Marketing is knowing how to, you know, create an offer that's a fit for your market. 
and then copywriters, or I should say great copywriters, understand marketing. And then they also just have this added ability of being able to craft messaging and, crit and critically think about the messaging they're using to be able to persuade people with, with words, not just written text, but video scripts uh, and things like that. And so I agree, marketing marketing is sort of, you know, queen and copywriting is an additional skill that is sort of the translation of that marketing into words and videos on the internet and offline, of course, as well. So, you know, it's interesting having wrote now, you know, six big best-selling books and probably, you know, I don't know how many dozens of other ones. Um, how many people are in the writing space and say they're editors, um, sometimes say copywriters, but provide some distinctions because I think just like, you know, there's the poor starving artists. A lot of people think these are poor starving editors. And I can tell you right. the, <laughs> who helps, the, the woman who helped copyright and really take my transcriptions and make them into these beautiful millionaire maker books. Uh, she started just per book at six, at a hundred thousand dollars, six figures. So when I hear people that are in copywriting and editing space struggle, I'm like, Oh, you have got to be kidding. So talk a little bit about the business of it and the distinctions of those, because I think those that are in that editor, I don't know. I mean, I use a, this may seem like it's almost like uh, the difference between, you know, I'm a babysitter versus a nanny versus a house manager. I mean, you, depending on what you call yourself, right. big price tag. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I think that's the misconception is, you know, that, oh, if you're like, how much money can you actually make writing? And those are the types of people who find me. They're people who have grown up always loving to write, but never believed they could actually turn it into a business. And when you realize that there are there are over 330 million, this was as of 2021, 330 million businesses on the planet, and they all need messaging to do business, <laughs> then you really kind of get this feel for, oh, wait, actually having the skill of writing. And I don't mean just, you know, typing words on a page, but being able to really look at that higher level marketing perspective and go, okay, wait, uh, this is a, a very high in-demand skill. I mean, you know, as you said, someone who's written multiple books and and launched multiple products online, the, the ability to use your words to persuade is insanely valuable. And it is teachable. And I really think, I, I mean, I myself have interviewed so many entrepreneurs. And when you ask them, what's the number one skill that you credit to really the success of building your business, they'll say, oh my gosh, it's copywriting and marketing. Cause you know, that's, that's it. Everything falls back to that. And so there's different types of writing. You know, I distinguish between book writing versus content writing, which would be more writing blog posts and more content for the sake of, of starting conversations and engagement and, uh, you know, collating a lot of information in one place. Uh, then there's copywriting, which is more strategic. It's more directional. It's more guiding people from point A to point B to point C, you know, through the buying experience from the very first touch point all the way to the final sale. Uh, there's SEO writing, which is obviously more strategic for, you know, search engines and things like that. So there's so many different styles of writing. I, of course, am biased, but I think copywriting, because of the sheer fact that every single business on the planet, in every language on the planet, by the way, it's not just the thing that Eng English people do. Every single language business on the planet needs people to be able to communicate effectively to get people to take action. And that's what makes it so valuable. So I have students who have started, you know, from scratch, built 
you know, multiple six figure copywriting businesses. And then that becomes the foundation for them starting other businesses down the road for partnering with businesses for leveling up to be marketing executives or marketing directors or chief copywriters at, at organizations. So it really is. I mean, the options are endless for, for people who learn that skill. So talk about the importance of business owners. Uh, again, you kind of touched on it just in that last answer, but go into more detail. Like there's, you know, there's still the long form copywriters, the short form, the call to action, the VSL, like talk a little more about like just as a business owner, because we have thousands and tens of thousands of uh, business owners that are watching or listening to our podcast, help them understand why they need it all. I mean, it's right. really, and you really got to take this just so seriously because it has changed. I mean, just since, as you've seen my channels uh, and my YouTube, we started July of 2021 and, you know, you've seen us take from that to repurposing yep. Instagram to TikTok and just blowing up everywhere. But it's yep. because we do a little bit of all of it. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm glad that you said that. I think first and foremost, you know, a business, you can't have a business without copywriting, whether you, you even know it or not. Like you talk about how your channels have exploded and everyone just thinks that it's just Laurel getting on video. But I can tell you that obviously video is a big part of it. Videos on the rise. I mean, we can talk all about marketing another day, but uh, it's not just that. It's the fact that you're being strategic and you're thinking of, okay, what's the hook here? What's going to make this interesting? And that's such a huge part of copywriting. It's not just blah, 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 putting words on a page. It's going, who's my target audience? What is it that they're struggling with? And then how can I write a hook that's so compelling that they're going to click and watch this video? And then how do I keep opening loops, which if you don't know what an open loop is, it's a concept that forces the brain to naturally want to seek out some form of con um, conclusion. So you usually kind of omit a bit of information. So for example, if I said, I'm going to tell you the three tips, you're going to keep watching until I tell you that third tip, because you need to know in your brain, what is it, the three tips. And so copywriting truly shows up in all forms of content creation. And it's no secret. I mean, no business owner would ever tell you right now, or at least I hope not, unless they've been living under a rock, that content creation is not important for building a business online. And so it becomes more of the strategy behind it. And then, of course, you have content creation all the way up to the things you're talking about, which is, you know, landing pages and sales pages and video sales letters. And the advice that I would give to business owners is, listen, you do not have to write forever every single word of your own copy. I mean, that would be impossible. Laurel, I know you don't write all of your own copy. I don't write all of my own copy. But in the beginning, you need to know what it is you're trying to say. And you need to know how it is you want to say it so that you can get a really good handle on on you know your marketing and what direction you want to move in. And then you can hire copywriters who have been trained, who know how to write compelling messaging, who can then sort of to help you take your business to the next level. But I think understanding it at its core and why it's so important is, is absolutely the first step. Absolutely. And talk about the AI tools, you know, that's going to make this, uh, you know, even more fun. I'm going to say it that way, because I think <laughs> the, the targeting and the connecting uh, using some of these AI tools are even going to amplify it, but it also explain what they're going to do for the business owner that's out listening. I mean, I'm excited by it. You know, I think like anything, anytime there's a new trend or tool, there's going to be the people out there who, first of all, try to avoid it and, and put their head in the sand and, and hope that <laughs> nothing changes. 
And then there'll be the people who go, oh my gosh, this is exciting. How do I use this to propel my business forward, to better connect with my audience, to better serve my customers? And then there's going to be the people who are going to use it for evil. And um, that's unfortunate and it will happen. But I think now more than ever, and I heard this quote from uh, Carl Krummenacher, he he said, AI plus HI, which is human uh, intelligence equals ROI. And so I think looking at these AI tools as, as a awesome shortcut to ideation, first drafting, um, you know, strategizing frame frameworks and concepts, but not just relying on them. Because one thing is for sure, there now that these AI and, and I'm talking about content generating AI. There is so many different AI tools out there for every, every different need in your business, whether it's uh, editing content, repurposing content, publishing content. And I'm really excited to play around with those in my business. When it comes to content generation AI, specifically for copywriting, I know for sure that there's going to be a whole lot of crappy content published on the internet over the next year, because now anybody with just a few, you know, prompts can create content. And so that I think just like when everybody goes left, you go, okay, how can I double down on being human? How can I use these tools to streamline my process, to increase my productivity, to help me with that first draft? But then how do I, you know, use my original ideas and creativity to then take this content to the next level so that it rises above the noise that is already kind of starting to appear with the ease in which it, or with the ease um, that it, that it, uh, that it takes to create AI content. So, you know, like anything, use it as a tool, don't hide, but it's not, it's not the shortcut to building a brand people trust, but it is a shortcut to helping you streamline a lot of the content creation processes. Awesome. So talk about the mistakes. Like, like, uh, what are some of the mistakes do you see people still doing in copywriting things that are outdated uh mm. give it some of the most up-to-date like what really works as far as conversion open rates like what's working today what do, what do you see people and you kind of giggle going oh my god they're so nice <laughs> 90s they're so um fun. yeah i mean yeah so i think a lot of it has to do with kind of where where the industry is going so one of the things that i've noticed in my own business is that this idea of linear marketing is dead and what i mean by that is yes you'll still have funnels that that convert you'll still have you'll still have you know traffic that you'll buy that'll go to a landing page that'll sign up for a lead magnet that will then purchase your course. And that's awesome. But what I'm finding right now is that in my business, the average person actually interacts with my brand 34 times before they make that first purchase. And it's because people are taking longer now to make decisions. And, you know, whether it's a paradox of choice, because there's so much great content on the internet, there's so many mentors, there's so many people they can learn from, or it's a lack of trust. You know, they want to take more time to get to know who you are, go check out all your social platforms, make sure you're the real deal, because let's be honest, imposters are everywhere. They're not going anywhere. So what all of that is creating is just a little bit of that mistrust where people need a little bit more time with you. And so uh, I think relying only on like one funnel and saying, what the hell? You know, I have this funnel. It used to work. And now it's not working anymore. Well, what are you doing on other platforms? Are you showing up, you know, with your community? Are you answering questions on TikTok or YouTube or Instagram or LinkedIn or whatever platform 
you know, you want to hang out on, but I see that the average person is interacting with brands in a lot more places and a lot more often before they make a purchase. And so not only focusing on the immediate conversions, um, I also see that my customers typically purchase after 60 days, which is wild. Like if you think back to five years ago, everybody was optimizing for the sales on day one, two, three. You know, if they if they hadn't bought in the first week, you're like, you counted it as basically a dead lead. That is no longer the case. Um, the other thing that I see a lot of new business owners making is just afraid, this, this fear of, of polarization. They are afraid of sharing their truth or speaking up about, you know, what they see in their industry or ruffling feathers because they don't want to polarize and they want to appease everybody. But now more than ever, I think people are looking for really strong voices to communicate uh, their values and, and what they're all about. And that will make your, your audience want to rally behind you even more. And of course you've heard probably the saying, if you try to appeal to no one, you'll, or everyone you'll appeal to no one. And I think that's more true now than ever. Um, people are bored of generic one size fits all, you know, I've heard this opinion, 19 million other places type of content. And so not being afraid to kind of push some boundaries and, and, and figure out what you stand for in communicating that. So share with us some of the uh, very, I'm going to say distinctions, um, you know, to the degree you want to give away some of your copy posse secrets, um, because what you do on YouTube and what, yeah, like how you do copy or the messaging on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Telegram, Facebook, I mean, all of a link, even LinkedIn, they're different. So maybe speak to some of the copy. I know some of the things that I've been coached heavily on in, in the kind of copy sense of just even doing videos is, you know, don't give an offer, you, right? Just speak to the problem, speak to how you're a solution, uh, but you're not pitching stuff. And I'll right. tell you, that's been, <laughs> you eventually get to a pitch, maybe three, four, five videos in. So it's right. not, you know, that's like, I'd say it's not like hard copywriting, but it's copy that's coming out of your mouth. And I still think all of it is a combined big, you know, it's an integrated message that's necessary. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I love that. And Laurel, I know like we've joked in the past, like, cause you love making an offer and you love, and you love the pitch and you're so good at it, but you've exploded, uh, on TikTok and YouTube because you're, you're like, all right, like, listen, I know how to make a pitch, but I'm actually just going to be here to, to add value. And if you like the cut of my jib, come check me out, you know? And I think, I think that's a big part of it. It's, it's this idea of like, Hey, you don't have to make an offer every time you show up online because, as I mentioned earlier, it's, first of all, every audience on every different platform interacts with content a little bit differently. And so it's important to kind of think about that and how you can really make sure they're having the best experience with you and not making an offer. And and not just because your audience might go like, oh God, every time she does a video, she's trying to sell me something, but because platforms like YouTube don't like it when you send people off the platform constantly. They want people to hang around and hang out. And so um, with my content strategy, so much of what we create is literally just like, how can we give a lot of great free content? How can we give the what, but, but sell the how, right? So you'll look at my YouTube, you'll look at my Instagram, you'll look at my lead magnets. I am like giving you everything. I'm giving you the roadmap. I'm giving you the checklists. I'm giving you the tips. I'm giving you the, the strategies. And then I am always seeding 
and talking about my communities. So I'll say something like, now, of course, in my Launchpad program, we talk, you know, a lot deeper on this topic. And so I'm just kind of very uh, strategically, but also nonchalantly seeding and letting my audience know what I have available so that after they watch two, three, four, five, ten of my videos, they know oh, she's got this program. Oh, she's got a high level. Oh, okay, great. They know everything. And so they come usually seeking it out. Uh, it doesn't mean I don't have funnels. It doesn't mean I don't do paid traffic. I just look at everything as this holistic approach that if I can get a really broad net, you know, spread through my content and build up that trust, then once they join my programs, quite often they're like fully committed to everything that I have. And Laurel, I'm sure you've had the same experience as well. Absolutely. So tell us what's on the horizon. I mean, copywriting is not going away. <laughs> um, I think it's, you know, the the undercurrent of every successful brand um, and continuing. So tell us kind of as you look into the future 2023, four and five, I mean, what are you seeing uh, that's going to be more prevalent? What do people need to be focused on? Yeah, using I think... I think community building is is huge. Uh, if you're not already focusing on building community off, you know, I mean, outside your paid programs, I think that's that's going to be really, really important. Uh, of course, no matter no matter what, you want to be able to connect with your audience, offer value, um, and and then you know take them sort of through the next level. One of the things that's really um, I think changed the way I think about how I create programs and and run my business is I, I really truly think of the roadmap that someone needs to go through from going from point A, which is what I call the aggravating status quo to B, which is their big benefit or big dream and mapping it out kind of step, step by step. And so community building is huge. You don't have to be you don't have to be fully present on every single platform, but I will tell you, it's really not that hard. Once you have started creating content for one platform, repurposing is 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 easy. And that's something that I've done to, to grow my brand and business. I think what we'll see is uh, even more video marketing. I think anyone who's afraid to put their face on video, I challenge you, do it. Uh, video is on the rise. YouTube is the number two most trafficked website in the world uh, after Google. And so, you know, I think YouTube is a huge opportunity uh, moving forward in the future. TikTok is great. I mean, especially if you're looking to grow your market into the younger, but let's not forget aging, uh, like Gen Zers. You know, I talk to marketers who have said, oh, I just don't market to Gen Zers because they just don't, they just don't buy. So we just remove them from our targeting. And I'm like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard because they're, they're getting older and they will be in your target audience at some point. And so, you know, trying to not hide from what's really changing in terms of how the younger generation uses, uses, for example, TikTok as a search engine now. And so that is, that is uh, just a fact. You know, they're not going to Google, they're going to TikTok. And so really thinking about, okay, how can I use these evolving trends and tools to really just get in front of the people who are looking for the solutions I have, which is why I love YouTube and TikTok because both of them are treated as more of a search engine. And why do people go to search engines? Because they have a problem and they're looking for a solution. And so it's just getting in, getting in front of them with your content. And- 
last thing, um, how, let's talk about repurposing. Like we, we talked, I, you know, before we got on for, to do this podcast, like I take my podcasts, I put them on Laurel Langmire, which is more of my PR page. And then I, you know, we, we make them into blogs and we repurpose. So maybe give three, four, five different ways where you, you can take one piece of content and yep. use it over and over. Cause I think there's a lot of beginning entrepreneurs. They work way too hard to keep creating new, new, new versus just distinctions and repurpose. Yep, absolutely. So what we do at the Copy Posse is we follow a video first approach to content, meaning the YouTube script that is written is the like the first piece of content. So I have a content writer on my team. She's been through my program. She knows my stuff really well. She knows my voice. She'll write me YouTube scripts. I'll work with her to kind of come up with the big idea, the big hook, because obviously that's really important. But then she writes a YouTube script. So immediately we have that script. I uh, batch record. So about once or twice a month, I'll, I'll go into my studio to record YouTube videos. That script then gets published on my blog. And uh, my blog editor spends, you know, a couple of minutes making sure it's got some SEO juice in it. Okay. It doesn't take that long. And and by no means are they um, super optimized, but Hey, let's make sure we're making this, um, you know, effective for the search engines. We then take that exact same script and we put it on LinkedIn. So with LinkedIn, now you can publish articles, you can start a newsletter. Anyone who has a personality-based business, you should absolutely be repurposing your content on LinkedIn as a newsletter, because what's so great is anyone who subscribes, every time you publish, an email goes to their inbox. So it's basically another form of email marketing, but obviously not to sell it. They're very strict about making sure you're adding value, but there you go, you put put it on YouTube. Uh, then we'll take that, that YouTube, or sorry, put it on LinkedIn. Then we'll take that YouTube video and we'll repurpose it into a couple of short form videos. So we'll use a tool like grain.io. There's plenty of other ones where you can upload a long form video. It immediately transcribes it. You can highlight the clip that you want to export in a vertical format. And there you have some short form video content. Uh, we then will take the content from the YouTube script and we will say, okay, well, I shared these five tips. Let's put that into a five tip carousel that we're going to post on Instagram. Let's take those five tips and put it as a Twitter thread. This is all the same content. You're not rewriting it. You know, one really great VA or social media manager can do all of this for you. And we will slightly customize the, the format of the content, you know, as I mentioned, carousel versus a Twitter thread. Um, but it's all the same content that's been written one time. And that those are just, you know, a few of the ways off my, off the top of my head that we'll take one piece of content and repurpose it multiple times. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, Alex, it's been great to be with you. Um, tell them what they are going to uh, get. So in the show notes is going to be a link on how to follow up with Alex and get some of her content, join her community. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So we will include uh, some links. I have a program called Own the Inbox, which I highly recommend for all uh, business owners who are looking to really dial in their email marketing. So, you know, again, part of our repurposing strategy is everything that we create for social, we're also creating to send as emails to our email list. Uh, and then of course, what do you do once you have all of this great content and you're starting to build an audience? How do you then create a sales campaign to convert those engaged leads? And that's what Own the Inbox is all about. It's my proven uh, sales campaign. 
that you uh, basically, you know, learn all of the different strategies and frameworks and plug and play. So we'll include a link to that in the show notes. And of course, if you want to just check out Copy Posse, you can go to copyposse.com or Copy Posse on Instagram. Awesome. Alex, it's so good to be with you. And those of you that are listening, I'd love uh, any comments because we will be bringing Alex back as she continues to develop some amazing copywriting, really tools for you as a business owner, for you and your team. So uh, make sure you stay tuned for that. And uh, if you have any questions or want to make a request, go to asklaurel.com, A-S-K-L-O-R-A-L. Make sure you subscribe. We're here every Friday morning with an interview or new point of contact or content around money. How do you make it, keep it, and invest it? So thank you, Alex, and the rest of you. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week.